Hi, I'm Amira Khalid, and I'm the creator and host of Inspiring UA Women, the one and only podcast focused on female leaders in the United Arab Emirates. In my show, I will be interviewing and shining the spotlight on a diverse group of female leaders in the UAE and hopefully inspire women in the region with their success stories. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening to my podcast. And if you do, please subscribe and leave your comments and ratings on iTunes. You can also follow the podcast on social media and get in touch with me on LinkedIn at Amira Khalid or by email. Details will be in the episode description. My guest today is Sandy Hayek. Sandy is the co-CEO of Timeout Market Operations. Sandy joined Timeout Market Dubai as general manager in early 2021, playing a critical role in its successful launch and continued business growth. Since May 2022, as Timeout Market co-CEO operations, Sandy oversees seven Timeout Markets around the world, a concept that is set to expand globally in the future. Sandy's career spans over 18 years in hospitality across Scandinavia and the UAE, including nine years in Dubai. Thank you so much for being on my show, Sandy. It is an absolute pleasure to have you. My first question is, Sandy, did you always want to work in hospitality? Can you tell us the backstory about what brought you to or interested you in this field? First of all, Amira, I also just want to thank you for having me. It's a great honor to be on your podcast. I can. I, it's it's many years back, so I kind of need to dig into where it started. And for some reason, I think, you know, some people are just meant to be <laughs> in the F&B industry. We just have it in our in our DNA. And it's just something that, you know, you know, I call it the, the people industry where people are at their best, people are at their happiest. And I think I started to recognize that very early uh, where this is an industry that you wouldn't want to be anywhere else. It's like this is the industry to really to gives you a lot of dynamics uh, to meet with a lot of people uh, to work with a lot of people it gives you a lot of opportunities it comes with a lot of hard work but I think when I started um, which was in housekeeping at the age of fourteen it was a little bit of a of a side kick where I felt that I wanted to do that rather than be somewhere else and you know where the other kids went uh, so I, I started to help out in the in the housekeeping and, and just realized like how fun is this I could turn records of how many beds I can do in 20 minutes, literally. And and then I, I got into the service part and then the kitchen part. And it was in a in a city in Sweden where I grew up on the West Coast. And it just went on from there. I, I don't even look back to if I decided or not. It was just a natural thing where I just gravitated towards it and it just never stopped. And it became basically a part of what I do or even a part of who I am. Uh, so I think um, there's not really a line in between. It turns into a lifestyle at some point. And uh, it went from hotels uh, in Sweden. I moved to uh, Norway. I've done all parts of, you know, front desk to uh, to housekeeping, to reception, to hotel, to kitchen, to front of house, you know, in the restaurants. And then I started managing a restaurant at 19, where I got a great opportunity in Norway to take over a very popular little bistro. It is a big part to where this all went, because I was there for eight years, and it was called Sofia's, and it was listed at the top, t- top six, one of the best restaurants year on year uh, in Norway so people will drive a long way to, to get there and at some point I kind of lost my identity so people start calling me Sophia so there was no Sandy anymore <laughs> I turned into Sophia herself so I think um, that restaurant what it did and the years building that up over time from importing beverage to uh, to focus on diversity of food to build up teams uh, the speed of it the amount of hours I put in there and then it just went from there 
And uh, I think I turned very Scandinavian in the mountains of uh, of Norway and realized that, hang on, I'm originally Lebanese. There's another side of it as well. So that's where Dubai came into the picture. And I moved to Dubai and have continued ever since, really, in all different kind of sectors, I would say, within the, the hospitality field. But I think it's if it's something you want to do and because it comes with a lot of hard work, it's just once you find that things that drives you in it, that's the, the main thing that keeps you in it as well. So, yeah, it's just I was meant for it. <laughs> Sandy, Time Out Market Dubai, a wonderful and very successful food market. Tell us more about how the project came to be and your involvement in it. You know, Time Out Market, just as a concept, I've been in food halls for many years. Uh, but the way it started was uh, in Lisbon eight years ago um, in 2014. Uh, so that's when our uh, Portuguese editor, uh, Joao, that was working for our media brand, uh, decided that how do you take this magazine to the next level? And how can you actually experience the best of the city? And this is how Time Out Market came about uh, in a beautiful location in the center of Lisbon. And it's just been a, a beautiful success ever since. So we started in Lisbon in 2014 and then in 19 we opened in Miami, we opened in Boston, Chicago, uh, New York, Montreal and the latest one in Dubai. So uh, essentially what Time Market is about, it, it is expressing the best of the city. So uh, we are the first editorial curated market where we really choose our chefs. First, we choose our mix, obviously, in our categories, what complements the whole experience. And then we choose our chefs based on the rating that our editors have done, based on the quality of food. And we invite them to be a part of this. And it's something that usually is on a yearly basis. And then we reassess and we change to make sure that we always express the best of the city and adjust to new trends or any upcoming chefs, any brands that has a lot of potential that people are not aware of. And then we just keep all our markets positioned as, you know, if you travel to one of the cities or whether you live in that city, that's the place to go. If you want to eat good food, have a great experience, you know, be part of great activations. Uh, and that's pretty much what Time Out is today. Sandy, what drove you to work your way up the corporate ladder? And what does a woman need in the hospitality industry to be successful? If I narrow it down, you need perseverance, patience, a lot of patience, and it's simply not possible without a lot of hard work. I don't think I ever had an intention to necessarily climb the ladder. I just think that, you know, you, you take it day by day and just generally enjoy what you do. And when you sort of explore the different aspects of what it is, what it is all about, and when you really find the the essence of, of the F&B industry and how amazing it is, it kind of just takes you to places because it is very rare to hold on to it, uh, especially, you know, uh, as a woman, it's it, it does require a lot. It's a lot of... It, it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of climbing, it's many stairs to climb. It's not the easiest ladder to climb. But I do think there are so many opportunities out there, especially within this industry because of the future for it, but also because of what it brings you back uh, as an individual, because you work with people and you meet people. And it's all about the giving and to receive back. And it's you know, building communities. And, and that's a big thing. So once you start to unfold what it is, then I think next thing you know, you're on that ladder. <laughs> And it's not really intention. It's just, you know, you find what you like to do. Sandy, when it comes to women empowerment, we have come a long way. How do you think the hospitality industry matches up? I think uh, in many parts of the world, and now if I would talk maybe specifically more to GCC, there's a lot of opportunities being provided for 
women that have actually given a higher probability and rates for them to be able to secure jobs in management roles. And just knowing the past nine years that I've been in Dubai, for example, and around the region to see how that have evolved is significant. When I moved there in 2013, you would rarely meet uh, a GM a female GM in a hotel or in a restaurant or a senior manager in a restaurant. But as the, the industry have grown and also because of the value we do bring to this working environment, I think this have, have also opened up and allowed a lot of opportunities and to give, uh, you know, to direct those opportunities to females, to give them the, the chance to want to be part of it. And I, I can see that across, I mean, to have that equal opportunity is, is you know, as much in, it is in Scandinavia at the end of the day, it, it all channels down because that's where I grew up. And I've, that's all I've known that it, you know, being in whether that's a business thing or, or in outside relationships, it's always been a priority. And now I see that within the field just becoming stronger. And it's just great to see the progress it's done in UAE. Sandy, to level the playing field for women in hospitality, how can we move past recognizing bias to actively tackling it? I think perhaps knowledge is one thing because you know it's it's a two side thing as well besides giving the opportunities it's also to work on the skill set so i think providing the opportunities of uh, you know, whether that's that's courses or that's inviting, you know, more females to explore the industry, to understand the best of the industry and really engage them to want to have that opportunity. Because if you look at the numbers applying for a certain role is maybe not as high uh, to encourage more people to jump on board. So I think it's also providing the platforms of education and provide the platforms of understanding that, yes, it is a lot of hard work, but it is also a, a profession to be proud of and a profession that never dies it's it's like fashion there's always a trend and we as as social humans we will always go out and eat in restaurants we will always travel to hotels we will always you know want new experiences so i think that opening a couple of doors from the other side and engage people to accelerate that and increase that number of, of interest that will help us to provide more opportunities and hopefully be more equal in the future as well sandy are there any projects or upcoming work that you're particularly excited about I'm excited about anything that has to do with our time markets. So whether that's launching a new uh, chef, I just came back from six weeks in the US and met with a lot of our chefs in our other markets. And, you know, just meeting the chefs, hearing the stories, it's everything. It's having that community within a community and uh, seeing where they are at and how we can support them and how we shine light on them and how we, uh, you know, bring them all together and create that intangible element in a, in a market that, you know, differentiates us from a typical or generic food hall is that there is a lot of work getting involved with these chefs getting involved with these small businesses whether that's a, a man or a woman or you know a young or old or whatever it is whatever story they have that excites me every single day and I think with the markets that we have coming up in the future which is Abu Dhabi uh, obviously <laughs> and then we have Porto we just uh, recently announced Osaka as well we have in London we have Prague coming up so all of these exciting cities to go there to be part of exploring it bringing the the best chefs there's nothing better it's literally all of that excites me from from a to z you know getting the operations in place getting the mobilize the chefs uh, have the opening getting them up to speed and then just see how they progress year on year yeah it's something special sandy are you where you expected to be at this stage of your career or life 
yes and no. <laughs> I think subconsciously you always have it there and then you go, hang on. I think I kind of wanted this, <laughs> but then how things happens is not always in your control. So I, I am working with something that I truly enjoy working with. And I've had a passion for food halls for many years and be a part of one of the leading food halls. It's obviously where I want it to be. So I can't really say that I didn't, but sometimes opportunities shows up when you least expect it. And the, the question is, what do you do? And, and do you jump on? And I usually always do. So. Here we are. <laughs> Sandy, what advice would you give to the new generation of women working in the hospitality industry? To not give up on it, because I know and I know many personally that have because of what it comes with. But I think to try to see the bigger picture of where it can bring you and to try to always understand the the best part of it, which actually overweighs the, the hard work and, and many hours. And also, once you get to a certain position, there's always ways of building your teams and building your structure so you, you can still manage through without having to compromise on the work-life balance. So I think that that's something that I would want to encourage more people to still have that perseverance of continue, keep on going. Uh, until they really get the structure in place. Perhaps it takes longer than other industries or it's a different path to get there, but it's worth it at the end. Sandy, thank you so much for this wonderful interview. It was a pleasure having you on my show. Thank you, Amira. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Inspiring UA Woman podcast. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this interview and I'll see you in the next episode. 